0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's Rico Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. What do you think of when you hear this sound? Or this one? For years, these sonic signifiers meant you were in for a different kind of viewing experience, one unencumbered by the constraints of the typical TV watching experience, namely. These messages, we'll be right back. But as the streaming wars heat up, Netflix, HBO and others are retreating to the tried and true business model of the small screen. No longer will the revenue be entirely based on subscriptions, That's right. Ads are making a comeback in the streaming age. Rico senior correspondent Peter Kafka has been covering this story, and he joins us now to tell us more. Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. How's your TV viewing going these days? It's going great. I've been watching a lot of Netflix, but I have a feeling that might soon change. Uh, Are things really so bad for Netflix that they need to backtrack on one of their biggest selling points?
1: Things are, are bad. Netflix is a company that's only grown for the last decade, and they expected that that growth might slow, or the, the rate of growth might be challenged over time, but they are fully in reverse. They lost subscribers last quarter. They say they're going to lose another two million this quarter, they will probably still keep growing overall, but it's quite the handbrake they've applied. And yes, them adding an ad supported tier to their service is a major, major, major milestone for them. And you can call it a negative milestone because it's something they've always sworn they never wanted it to do. Well, yeah, I would
0: have to guess that ads kind of take the momentum out of Netflix and chill. But just to be clear, not everybody is going to start seeing ads on Netflix. It's going to be a tiered system. In my head, I'm thinking about like Spotify and Spotify premium where you can listen
1: to music for free and have ads or you can pay and not have ads. Yep, that's exactly right. Or in this case, you can pay a certain amount or you could pay more. So we don't know what Netflix's pricing is gonna be. They wanna make it significant enough that they'll bring in a new set of subscribers that didn't wanna pay as much, but they don't want the existing subscribers to switch down. But the short version is, take HBO Max, for example. If you want the ad-free version, that's $15 a month. And if you wanna uh, watch a cheaper version with ads, that's $10 a month. So it's $5 a month. Maybe that's a meaningful amount of money to you. It's it's a third less uh, over time that adds up. And for a certain number of consumers, that's a meaningful difference. What about other streaming services? Are they going to be adding ads too? they were already doing it? And sort of the conventional wisdom for a lot of people on Wall Street and the ad business was this was something Netflix was eventually going to have to do because it just made so much sense. And Netflix kept saying, no, 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 where well, that's not the case. But many other streamers um, either contemplated having ads from the beginning Or in the case of Disney, which launched Disney Plus a couple years ago, specifically as a Netflix challenger, didn't have ads. It said, "Ah, actually, we're going to have ads as well. The service called HBO Max, which is HBO plus some other stuff now owned by Discovery, launched without ads. But the plan there was always to add ads. And then you've got services like Peacock and Tubi and Pluto. That were always designed and these not a surprise these are owned by major tv networks for the most part um to carry ads because that's the business those companies already know and support well this still seems like a big leap backwards for the streaming industry why are they doing it money money is the shortest possible answer we can we can make it longer but they want money that ads bring and companies like netflix like disney that thought consumers would pay them enough that they could forgo having ads have decided you know what maybe that's not true or more more in a more nuanced version and let's be clear about this they're not saying they're going to add ads into the netflix or disney plus that you're already getting now they're saying they're going to offer a cheaper version of those services that will have ads. And what they would prefer that you not do is go from Netflix without ads and then pay them less and get Netflix with ads. What they're really hoping is there is a world of consumers who aren't willing to pay nine bucks or 15 bucks or whatever Disney Plus or Netflix are charging and say, well, what if we sold it to you for $5 less a month or whatever that number is? Would you pay for it then and put up with ads? That's the bet they're making. And again, we, we, we've seen versions of this. Hulu has had a Version of this for a long time. For a long time, they didn't promote the version of Hulu with ads, the sort of discounted version. But now they are, and, and they say they often make more money from the version that has ads than the version that doesn't.
0: All right. So I have the ad supported version of Hulu, which I think comes bundled with my phone plan. Um, so I'm not really paying for it, but I mm-hmm. also never watch it because. I'm so used to the experience of watching Netflix without ads or watching HBO Max without ads. So what will the TV streaming experience be like once ads are added back to the mix? Will it be different from the typical TV watching
1: experience? Well, if you mean typical TV watching experience like watching TV in the old days when you're watching live television that you couldn't skip, yeah, it'll look like that. In some ways, it's worse because the infrastructure around serving and selling ads on the internet for streaming video is remarkably bad. It should be much better than it is. We've been doing digital advertising for a couple decades now. But because the TV streaming business is relatively new, and for a bunch of other reasons, mainly a lot of sort of self interest on a lot of Parts of people. It's just really clunky. And that's why you see the same ads showing up over and over if you're watching streaming, because they haven't figured out something called frequency capping, or they don't care. It's why the volume is often so much louder on streaming TV ads than the content. This is actually something Congress has stepped in and fixed on regular TV, and they're getting around to fixing it on streaming now, or they're proposing a fix for it now. And you know, in theory, TV streaming ads should be much more personalized. They should have a better sense of who you are and what you're interested in. But oftentimes they seem much dumber than than regular TV ads. I often get ads served to me in Spanish and I don't speak Spanish. Uh, and you'd think they would be able to figure that out, but they haven't.
0: And I have to imagine that this could change the way that writers actually write the shows because traditionally TV shows, the writers would write around the ad breaks and streaming offered TV writers the chance to break away from norms like those. So do you think we'll see a a
1: return to that kind of ad break format? I don't think it ever changed that much to begin with. The streaming boom is relatively new in terms of original content. And if you look at sort of what People are, are are making on streaming. It kind of looks like regular TV, with you know maybe that's more swearing or different kinds of content. But they're all traditionally half-hour shows or one-hour shows. A lot of them sometimes are made deliberately to accommodate both ads and not ads. And then even in the old days of sort of the HBO's golden years, some of those shows like The Sopranos or The Wire, which you think couldn't run on regular TV and couldn't run with ads, it turned up if you gave them to AMC or BET, they'd cut them up and stick ads in there anyway. Just really a matter of what the user will tolerate what the viewer will tolerate and for a lot of people getting something free or getting something that's much cheaper is something they'll put up with they'll put up with with a lousy ad experience if if they can spend less money what about the
0: content itself netflix can play certain things show certain things that you could
1: not see on regular tv and that advertisers may not want to be associated with yeah. And Reed Hastings, again, the CEO of Netflix, had said for years that because it didn't wasn't beholden to advertiser demands, it could do different kinds of programming, it could reach different kinds of audiences. It didn't need to reach a lot of people at the same time if overall a lot of people were viewing it, um, that it gave them a lot of freedom to, to not be steered by advertising dictates. And we don't really know if that is going to change. In an ad-supported world, the programmers definitely have to tell advertisers, you're reaching this many people. I think for Netflix, it's probably not a big deal because they've got 220 million people around the world. Advertisers are salivating to reach that audience. And if an advertiser doesn't want to be on a show that has a certain kind of language, a certain kind of violence, a certain kind of topic... It should be relatively easy for Netflix to say, all right, these kinds of shows are, uh, cost this much and these kind of shows are available here. We do know that YouTube and other video advertisers have figured out how to say this stuff is advertiser friendly. This costs a certain amount. And other stuff, it's kind of a grab bag and you're probably gonna pay less for that. And I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix has a version of that.
0: So when is all this gonna go down? When is Netflix planning
1: to launch the ad based tier? I mean, Netflix is in a lot of flux. Their CEO got an earnings call last month and he said this would be in a year or two. And then a couple of weeks later, they put out an internal memo at Netflix uh, that said, actually, we'll probably have this up running by the end of the year. By next year, for most of these major streaming options, you're going to have a choice of ads or no ads.
0: That all seems super fast. Are, are these streaming platforms prepared for such a quick launch, especially Netflix?
1: Yeah, you would think Disney would be prepared pair because they own Hulu. They're in the ad business. They own lots of TV networks. They have people who sell ads for a living. They have people who handle the infrastructure. Netflix doesn't have any of that. And Reed Hastings comments on the earnings call suggested that pretty much he thinks you can plug and play that. You can just bring in an outside system, someone like the trade desk, which has a lot of streaming TV ads and just hand them your stuff and say, go for it. That's a very un Netflixy kind of solution. I think his commentary was also meant to tell Wall Street, hey, we're going to add a new revenue line here, but we're not going to spend very much money to go get it, which sounds like something that Wall Street would like. I don't know if viewers and or Netflix will ultimately like it, but it seems like they're just going to try to jumpstart it. I wonder, Peter, who are the
0: winners in this scenario? Advertisers is the obvious answer, but who else
1: is going to come out ahead? Well, Adam, sometimes I'm described as being cynical or skeptical, but but <laughs> but let me propose an un-Kafka-like uh, suggestion here. I don't think this is bad. It's taking TV shows and movies that a lot of people like and saying, everyone who wants these things without ads, you can still have them. And if for whatever reason you can't or don't want to spend that same amount of money, we're going to make this stuff available to another swath of the population as well. I don't think it's terrible. I don't want ads in my Netflix. And so I'll pay whatever Netflix is charging me without ads. And if I decided not subscribe to Netflix, it won't be because um, there's ads or not. It's because I don't like the content. In the
0: end, do you feel like this is a step backwards for the TV and entertainment industry? Will we ever
1: have a world where we don't have to watch ads when we're watching TV? I think because of Netflix's amazing success for the last decade, and frankly, because I know a lot of people with big media conglomerates were having this question saying, maybe we're moving to a world sort of without ads or beyond ads, or ads are only going to show up in certain kind of context. Maybe we were all sort of bamboozled, and it turns out ads are not going away, that we've lived with them for a long time. And lots of people are, are, are perfectly willing to put up with them. So maybe it's not a step backwards. Maybe we were just sort of confused for the last 10 years that that ads were going away well
0: i also have to believe it might be a step towards all of these services getting more expensive
1: if you don't want to watch the ads yeah i mean one thing that doesn't change is that for-profit corporations want more profit they want more revenue they want to increase that number over and over um and they will not be satisfied with just making the same amount of money or revenue as they did the year before and if that means adding ads that's one way to do it All right, Peter.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Today's episode was produced and engineered by John Ahrens. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening.